today on this second Sunday of the period of Triodion. Last week we spoke about the Triodion, this period of preparation for Lent, where we prepare to begin the auspices, the work of Great Lent. And the Orthodox Church, I believe more than any other Christian denomination, there is a very clear preparation, and there is a a very much intended set of spiritual and ascetical works that are done. The fasting, which is not... Many times in society today we hear, I gave up this for Lent, or I gave up that for Lent, which is, there's nothing wrong with it, but in the Orthodox Church, the, the Church has prescribed something. And for us, it's okay to make it more strict, to give up something in addition, but we try through this very beautiful tradition to prepare to receive the resurrected Christ. And it is both through fasting of things that come within us, but also to fast from the way we act and the way we speak and the way we think. And it's kind of a beautiful uh, combination of all of these askesis. And today on the second Sunday of the Triodion, we hear one of the more famous parables in, in Christianity. In fact, even non-Christians, educated non-Christians, in some way or another have learned about this parable and they know it. The parable of the prodigal son. In Greek, it's called o asotosios. To be prodigal means to be wasteful, to have wasted everything away. And you know the gist, I believe, of the story that there is a rich man, he has two boys. One is pretty much perfect, like last week's story of the uh, publican and the Pharisee, like the Pharisee, the other son followed all the rules. He did everything right. Everything that was expected in the law. Stayed with his father. He was obedient. He followed the rules. And the other son asked for his inheritance, and he left, and he went into a faraway land, and he wasted everything on bad things, you know? And then there was a famine, and he was in trouble because he had run out of money. And it said that he went and he connected himself to a man of that land, and he was in charge of feeding the swine, the pigs. And things had gotten so bad that he was thinking about that he would be satisfied even if he could eat what the pigs were eating. But it wasn't even offered to him. And he thought remembering back that his father's servants ate so well that they even had leftovers. And he thought, I'm going to go back to my father and I'm going to say, I've sinned against you and against heaven, and I'm sorry. And he did this. And we know that this story could easily be called, instead of the prodigal son, it could be called the merciful father. For the father was waiting for him. It's interesting to note that he was far off still when the father ran out to him. And it reminds us of the great compassion and love that God has for us always waiting to run out to us as we come back home. All of us have moments in our life where we get a bit lost, like the prodigal in a faraway land. We have moments of doubt and confusion and difficulty. And we see that the father is waiting and runs out to him and hugs him and dresses him and kills the fatted calf, the best calf they have, 
and the older brother is not happy. This is such a typical story in the world where we have this, these feelings between siblings, where one has lost his way and when he comes back, the other one is hurt. Because even though he's happy in, in a way that his brother is back, he's hurt that his parents are giving him so much credit for coming back when he was there doing all the right things all of the time. The fathers say that the older brother, although he followed indeed all the rules, like the publican, he was stuck in a legalistic following of the rules. He was going through the motions, but it wasn't changing his heart. One of the signs is the, is the act of judgment. We've talked a lot about this, that in our churches, in religion in general, as we see people becoming, quote, unquote, more spiritual or more religious, they tend to become more judgmental. That does not make any sense. As we become more spiritual, we are to become less judgmental, less critical, more loving, more open, more understanding, more compassionate. We talk a lot about the epistle of St. Paul when he talks about love. Love is gentle, love is kind, and so on and so forth. And we say that it's easy for us to look back at St. Paul's words and to gauge where we are. Sometimes we must look at this story and we hear that the Father says, you were always with me. You had everything. Always with me. To be in the kingdom and to be truly Christian means that we learn to be happy for the successes of our brothers and sisters. It's easy for someone to weep with someone else. You know, we have tragedy that happens around us, and it's easy for somebody, when things are good, to go and weep with someone else when their child dies or when their, when their husband dies or what have you. But we have a hard time celebrating when something amazing happens to someone else. We have a hard time understanding how beautiful it is to rejoice that someone else is doing well, that they are successful, but even more than that, to rejoice when someone else is on their way to salvation, when you see that they are leading the kind of life that we are called to lead. We pray for this Lent, for our hearts to be softened, for us to be able not only to mourn with people in, in their difficult times, but also to rejoice with them, with them in the good times.